It is a phenomenal football Friday. It is You Better You Bet. It is Nick Costos. It is Ken Barkley. And it is you here on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. And if you're watching us on Stadium right now, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. We got two hours of badass wagertainment coming your way, getting you set to bet and win this weekend, not only on the National Football League, but also the English Premier League. Uh, I think legal as well with our pal Anthony DeBundo. College football bets coming up for the weekend and bets for UFC 296 when my good friend, the Brian Campbell stops by 60 minutes from right now. Brad Evans will join us, our stadium teammate, live on the line, noon Eastern weekdays on stadium. Brad will join us next hour, giving us prop bets coming up for week 15 in the NFL. Uh, DeBundo, 40 minutes from now, soccer bets for the weekend. Colin Wilson coming up 20 minutes from now. Always great to welcome Colin Wilson to the show. And coming up at the end of next hour, so an hour and 40 minutes from right now, for everyone watching in the chats, YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, twitch.tv backslash backslash betql continue to fire in your favorite football bets for the weekend and the rationale behind it and ken and i will read those bets on the air we'll give you a shout out and we'll talk about uh whether or not we like your bets so your favorite football bet tell us why you like it could be a side a total you know uh, a parlay a teaser a prop whatever it is send it in youtube and twitch alex Vasano will grab them we will read them and discuss on the air But joining us right now to kick off the fun and frivolity on the stadium two hours of the show on this phenomenal football Friday is our good friend. Got a smile on his face. Been chuckling a lot recently, and we absolutely love it. The great Sam Paniatovich, who you can watch talk about sports betting on Nesson. And by the way, they got a new commercial coming out for the show, which I saw this week on social media. It's pretty badass, man. I got Sam credit. Sam Sam's awesome in the commercial. The commercial's great. So Nesson, you can read his uh, sports betting writing on FoxSports.com. Also check him out on the Bear Bets podcast with our pal Chris Felica. And Sam's sports betting podcast is Chicken Dinner. Find it wherever you find your podcast and follow Sam on Twitter at SP Shoot. Sammy, welcome back to the show. Nick and Ken, happy week 15 in the NFL to you and yours, my friend. I have to tell you a story out of the gate because you two will appreciate this. So last Saturday, I'm on a bus with about 25 guys from Chicago who flew into Boston to go to Army Navy. And it's, you know, day of the game, it could be anywhere from hour and a half, two hours to get down to Gillette for a Patriots game or something like Army Navy or for a concert. So this whole bus ride, these degenerates are like, got to take the under. And I'm, I'm trying to explain to them how it opened 32 and now it's 27 and a half. And it's now is not the time to bet the under. So what I did was I converted this whole bus from under 27 and a half to first quarter under. And that bus ride was a lot of fun coming back home with a zero, zero first quarter. (laughs) And then that, that, what was the line? Like cut it like a piece of pizza, cut it into fours. That was a delicious piece of pizza last week. I think we quoted that in the in the tweet we sent we out with the video too. I think that's yeah, it's a pizza. You cut it into four quarters. Well, happy you were able to. I mean, just like a an Army Navy game with a low total is is one thing, but like an Army Navy game with a low total that ends on a safety, like a an irrelevant safety for the game with no time left to like hit the over in the game is like absolutely ridiculous. And just uh, it's like the game that it, it always delivers as a game and as an experience, and it always delivers as a gambling thing too. Speaking of college football, Sam, so this is this tells you what time of year we're in right now. I don't bet a lot of bowl games. I kind of unplug, like the transfer portal's open. I have a hard time keeping track of all this stuff. Like this is why I rely on like you and other people we have on the show. So Alex, our producer, writes in the chat some games that you want to talk about. 
and he writes UCLA Boise State. And I literally have to ask the following questions. I go, is this college football? Because we're in that time of the year. And he goes, yes. I go, is this a bowl game? And he goes, it's the LA Bowl. And I have to say, Los Angeles or Louisiana? Like what? I don't know. I, have, I know nothing about what we're talking about here. So UCLA and Boise are playing. It's during during bowl season. Maybe it's tomorrow. I don't know. Uh, what is our bet in this game? And, and maybe tell me a little bit more about it. You really dressed it up there, Kenny. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the. I worked up. at it. I, uh, yeah, it's one of my favorite bowl games of all time. The Starco Brands Los Angeles Bowl. I mean, one of my favorites. One of my favorite all time bowl games. The problem is, and you know, Nick could vouch for me here. I you know, I, I send these games Friday morning. Usually, there were still some fours in the market. UCLA four. It, it got blasted about an hour and a half ago. I mean, it's five and a half everywhere. So I naturally I don't love it as much. I mean, there's a big difference between minus four and minus five and a half, but here's what I can tell you. It's going to be quarterback three for Boise state. He's a true freshman, CJ Tiller. Not only is he a true freshman, he's never played a snap of college football. So that's not ideal. And it's sounding more and more like Chip Kelly's going to have Ethan Garbers at quarterback. He was the guy who started the season before they went to the Dante Moore experiment, and obviously that didn't work out. So it's quarterback one against quarterback three. And aside from the edge and quarterback experience, I think UCLA has a really good defense. I mean, they've struggled to move the ball this year, but, you know, defensively they were very, very impressive. And, and, and I would argue before the season, nobody thought their defense would be better than their offense. So I, I think this Bruins defense is going to suffocate Boise's offense. Boise's not going to be able to move the ball all that much. And let's also not ignore this is a very formidable Pac-12 against the Mountain West. I, I know. I, I agree with you. I don't have a lot of bull bets, and I probably bet maybe three or four. We get good info, and then good info comes off of the other team. And you're like, okay, this is – it's a wash at this point. But that's that's what you deal with when you bet bowls. I have UCLA minus four. If you still want to bet it, you can lay a little five and a half Shorten the wager, though, and definitely don't lay six if it gets there. But I do think the Bruins are going to – they're either going to win by two touchdowns or they're going to lose outright. So I, I don't want to say that numbers don't matter because obviously they do, but I still like the Bruins in the game. All right, so Sammy rolling with UCLA against Boise State in college football. Uh, Sam, let's go to the professionals. Game of the week in the NFL, Buffalo and Dallas on Sunday in Western New York. Right now, the Bills about a two-point home favor, total about 50, and we'll kind of like wait until Sunday to see like what the weather is going to be like coming up on Sunday in Buffalo. What do you have for us here with the Bills against Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? I do have a weather report for you. It's been on my tab all week long on the top of my Chrome. Uh, 18 and 19 mile-an-hour winds in uh, Orchard Park going to rain but the rain to me doesn't really matter i mean you could still throw the ball in the rain it's it's one of those spots where i I think dallas is is clearly one of the better teams in the nfc but i just i don't like these dome teams going outside in the elements last week we discussed you got to bet chicago against detroit because jared goff's hands are going to be cold and he played like such a wuss in that game and he always does in the cold not to say that jared goff equals dak prescott but I do think Buffalo is clearly a lot more prepared to play a game in windy New York, 20-mile-an-hour winds. And, look, this is probably going to be one of those, like, sharp square sides. You know, I know a lot of wise guys laid one, and then people piled on at two, got to two and a half, and then the buyback came. Because Dallas is still a really good team catching points. But I 
I'm always very cognizant of those teams. I mean, when you get a nine or a 10 win team in early December, go on the road and they're getting two or three, that, that's usually like a 40% side. It just is. I saw that on bet labs, like the last 15 years, teams with 10 wins that are dogs are, are 34, 35%, something like that. So, I mean, that's a big sample size. And I, I really think, you know, Buffalo, Buffalo's hanging on by a thread, man. But if they win this game, then they get Easton stick, then they get Bailey zappy and, and they could very well be in the playoffs. So I think the urgency is there. And I, I do like Buffalo. I, I hate that it's kind of sharp and square, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Well, yeah, and, and to your point, Sam, like kind of like Niners Eagles, it's like one of those games where like, if you just ask people who watch football, what do you think the spread is or who do you think's better? Or like, oh, well, the better record, whatever. And like the Niners are three and a half point road favorites. Like there, there is like an interesting quality to those kind of games too. In, in, in college basketball, it's like the, uh, the unranked team. What is it? Like the ranked team on the road and the unranked team's favored or something. And like that actually covers a ton. Just like there's a weird dynamic sometimes. Uh, this game, Sam also profiles as like an insanely important game for the most valuable player race. And I actually hopped in with you last week prior to the Tennessee game on Tyree Kill at like 25 to 1. So we can kind of like commiserate together a little bit that it, it seems like he's really unlikely to win now. But you said last week, I asked you, who was the player that kind of scared you the most to prevent you from cashing that ticket? And you said Lamar Jackson. You didn't say Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott, who are the two favorites. I'm curious, like kind of what your updated opinion is of this market. Like you had some Tyreek. I do too. It seems like that's kind of by the wayside. Like, or do you want to hop back in on somebody else? Are you on the sidelines? How would you handicap MVP right now? I did laugh that one book actually shortened Tyreek Hill. I, I had to laugh at that. You know, Tua was eight to one at one book and 16 to one in another book. And then that book moved Tua to 20 and Tyreek to 13. <laughs> I, I had to laugh because it's like, Oh yeah. Tyreek's clearly more valuable than Tua, but I, Look, as I, I've been talking about all week, and people have been DMing me, hey, should I should I pile on Tyreek? And I'm saying no. I mean, you, you, this is not the point to add more Tyreek when it's sub-20. Um, Lamar still scares me. You know, he's got a pretty big game against Jacksonville coming up. I think that's – isn't that the prime time game? Yeah, that's a Sunday night game, Lamar against Trevor Lawrence. So, at, at the number, Kenny, I, I still think Lamar 5-6 to 1, if you can find a, a steal 6, is good. Um, I mean, clearly Prescott and Purdy are favorites, but I don't want to sit here on your show and say, hey, bet Dak at 3-2 to two or Purdy at 180-190. Um, for the value, I think it's Lamar, but it's probably one of those two NFC quarterbacks, and, and I'm okay with that. I thought Tyreek Hill had a great run. Just sucks that he got hurt. You know, like that's the worst because it, oh, yeah. it was a really good bet at 125-1, to one, and, and he rolls an ankle. That's out of my control. Yeah. Agreed on all counts. You get, the sense, you get the sense he was so live too. Like Absolutely. you listen to how people talk after the fact. But like after the fact, everyone's upset, like, "I feel like." Yeah. After the fact, everyone's like, "Oh man, I was going to vote for him." You're like what? <laughs> like when he was way he was that live? Like he was like you were going to vote for him? Oh man, cut few games left. We'll see what happens. It, it reminds me when I was in college and I like I thought I always thought this girl was really pretty, and then after we graduated, I ran into her and she was she was married at the time, and she's like, "How come you never taught to me in college?" It's like I didn't think you and and. And she like it was like it was too late. Kind of like the Tyreek thing. Anyway, yeah. you better you bet with Nick and Yes because I was a big was big 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 was tw twisted something. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Friday. Sam Paniadovich is our guest on Twitter at SP Shoot. Sammy, let's go back in time because we went to Sunday. Let's go back to Saturday. Thoughts on the Saturday night game, my friend, with the Broncos and the Lions in Motown. Any bets here? 
I know sharp guys that laid four with Detroit, and I, I do tend to agree this is a good spot for the Lions getting back home. Um, you know, it's fun to pick against Dan Campbell, and uh, you know they were just awful in Chicago last week. But getting back home in the dome where they're averaging four touchdowns per game is probably a good thing. Also consider Denver Broncos playing their third straight road game. Never ideal. But I look at Detroit's defense. It is a problem. Last five games, Detroit's defense, or Detroit, I guess, as a team, has given up 38, 26, 29, 28, 28. And it's not like they were facing murderers row. Chargers, Bears twice, Packers, and Saints. I mean, that's not the 1927 Yankees in terms of offense. But Detroit is going to score in this game. And I have a feeling this is one of those let's beat up on a kind of fake good team. I just feel like we're in for a a 28-24, a 31-27 type final. These secondaries are not great. Denver is going to struggle to tackle a lot of the uh, the heavy hitters for Detroit. Detroit's going to run the ball well. Laporta is a nightmare in this game. And I, I really do feel like as long as we get that horse to set the pace early, we get a 7 nothing maybe first couple minutes, then it's 7-7 seven, seven after one. It's going to bleed over. And at, at 48, I, I'm a fan of the over. I, I'd play it up to like 49. Sam, we got like uh, a minute left to go here. I am told we do have a chuckle game for this week, which is – like brings warmth to my heart this time of year. Uh, what is it? You got about 60 seconds to go. The chuckle game has been a winner this year, but it's maddening. Seven and six, 13 games, seven wins. So we're just scratching even. Things are weird right now at Montana's or uh, North Dakota State. I mean, the coach is leaving to take a job at USC, but he's still going to coach this week. And I, I'm being told to move blindsided the team. Guys are thinking about where they're going next and all that. But really, the most important thing, Ken, is I have Montana better on a neutral. I have them like point, point and a half better than North Dakota State. The game is in Montana. It's a home game. So I, I feel like this number should be three and a half, four. That doesn't mean that my number is the best number, but I'm playing the better team at home. Uh, the number on Montana, 308-924, Montana minus two. That is the chuckle game this week. Man, hopefully we'll be laughing all the way to the bank with Grizzlies. the Grizzlies. Yeah, yeah, rawr. Sammy, appreciate it, brother. Uh, Nesson, <laughs> Nesson, to put on the blue sweat. Nesson, Fox Sports, and the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Sam on Twitter, at SB Shoot, my friend. Best of luck with all the bets. Uh, have a great weekend, and we will catch up with you next week, my friend, hopefully before the holidays hit. Uh, here on You Better You Bet. All right, yes, you will. You got to work on that grizzly, too, man. What was that? Okay, give, me a, give me a grizzly roar. <laughs> That was like a, it's like a super villain. That was good. It was like a monster. That's great. It's like a, that's like the bear from the Revenant. Right. Like that was yeah, that was that was pretty good. All right, on the other side, we'll welcome in our good friend Colin Wilson to the show from the Big Bets on Campus podcast and the Action Network. Uh, Colin, quite literally, is doing all the work on college football, so none of us have to. He joins us next. You better, you bet. <laughs> 